And today we're going to talk about some of the advantages and challenges of buying an existing business and then kind of uh, juxtaposing that to a franchise brand. Because we hear this a lot with a lot of our clients. They initially start looking for a brand that already has some revenue, has some operational history, and some uh, positive cash flow. So kind of the buy and build model, which is common in um you know, just uh, in the country today at all mm-hmm. sorts of different levels of business. So want to dive deep into why that can work and then kind of more uh, also why um, they can be hard to find good deals and, and, and how that ties into what we do on the franchise side. Yep. Yeah. So I would say the one of the most common things I, I hear from someone on the first call is, all right, Steve, so what I'm looking for, I don't know if you've you've heard of this before, but I want... An established business has been around for 10 plus years, has had a single owner, great revenue, but room to build, is extremely profitable, and the owner wants to leave the business because um, they're they're ready to retire, and they just want me to buy it and just... Oh, and, and, and do they have owner financing? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, the owner financing one's a little bit of a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Most um, people we talk to don't quite. Correct. That, yeah, but but yeah, yeah. The, and the reason why I, I present it like that is because don't we all? You know, yeah. It's, it's, it's we'll no, buy it. No yeah, offense. Exactly. <laughs> we won't give it to you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's no different than when you ask a realtor, okay, I want a, a house that's you know it, it needs a little bit of paint and you know patchwork you know nothing too major up and coming area but not too bad mm-hmm. <laughs> and i wanted a good price i want to pay like market value if i can get like a little less so i can put my you know two thousand dollars in and you know basically flip it for a hundred grand yeah know? right like, yeah, yeah of course yeah. if a realtor saw that deal they would buy it themselves yeah. and, and make that money so yes. and then the reason I'm, I'm not making fun of people who who say that it's just poking fun because sure they're not in it every day and it's the right attitude it's not it's not wrong it's just uh it's the realities of actually getting something on the marketplace are harder than yeah and, and i think i mean it's important to put yourself in in that person's position because it's not like businesses like that don't exist there's of plenty of local businesses that are like that but you know if you're Jerry, who's about to retire and, and, you know, has a business that's super profitable, all your employees are super loyal, you know, who's the first person you're going to try to bestow that to? Your family, you know what I mean? Whether it be a child or a brother or who, anyone, you know what I mean? You want to keep it in a family. And if you can't do that, you know, like, you're going to get a good price for that. And and a lot of times, uh, there's a, you know, whenever there's money to be made, there's higher powers at play. And, you know, whether it be, you know, someone who buys businesses for a living or private equity or whatever, they already sure. have their feelers out and they're already getting their hands into certain industries and businesses that are more than likely going to be selling soon, you know, similar to, to that. So, or not even likely selling soon. They just present offers. Yeah, I mean, exactly. we hear this all the time. Good business owners, I mean, they just get offers. They, um, yeah. People just come to them and they, they just write, especially private equity. If, if you've reached yep. a certain number, you're in the right vertical, they're just going to go after you anyway. Exactly. Um, even if you're not interested in selling just because it's out there. So to your point, if you're doing that well, you probably already have some options. Yep. Yeah. So point being is those types of businesses rarely hit the market um, to begin with. And if they do, they're gone within hours or that owner's caveat is that they're asking for maybe more than it's worth so there's there's your position to to get that business at a great price almost never happens exactly so there's a reason 
that it, if it went to the marketplace, I, I have one in particular I can think of that's been listed for a while that fits all those, but it's overpriced. He wants yeah. more than it should. So there you go, right? So it's 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 all the things everybody wants, but he wants a lot of money for it. So that's why he's having trouble selling it. But it's not because it's a bad business. It's just because the price is is tougher for someone to, to buy, right? Yeah, and for someone who's built a successful business, they probably have a high business acumen and sure. they're doing that on purpose. No, you they, know, they know want the to they, they yeah. see what it's how much over you know the assessed value they can actually get yeah. for it, like a normal human being. Yeah. So, um, with all that being said, another common thing that we see is you know people who are looking for that type of business. They might start their search this year. Six months later, they're still looking. Six months after that, they're still looking. And then they kind of come to the realization, okay, well, even if this type of business does exist and I might find it, you know, I kind of need to do something now. I, yeah. I, I want to make a move. I have a, lot, a decent amount of money I'm looking to invest. I definitely want to be in business at some capacity. So what's my next best option? And I don't want to start from scratch. Y- yeah. Yes. And the truth yes. is most people, at least that we work with, this is not their full-time job. They're hoping mm-hmm. it will be. A lot of times it's actually going to be some sort of side income or they're going to start not being involved and then they're going to work their way to growing so they can be involved, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to their full-time gig. So to to find these deals is a job in itself, essentially. You'd have exactly. to go out and be in, you know, like private equity. They're vetting different sort of companies and they're reaching out and they're making offers. So yeah. they have divisions that are exclusively responsible for finding pre-market deals. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes, exactly. Teams of, of people doing that, that this is their full-time gig. So, you know, like you said, it, it just, if if this is only your side business or side goal, it's going to take a lot of time if, if you're going to do it. Most of the time, people that we work with, and, and if you're listening to this, you're likely, you're, you're ready to get started. You know, maybe you're yeah. not, you're not going to jump in for no reason. You're not going to rush it, but you're, you're not hoping to find something. You're not willing to wait five to six years to find the perfect deal. You probably want to do something within a what, what we call the active time frame, six to 12 months, give or take. You know, maybe it's 18. Yep. Maybe it's, you know, a little Three. bit longer. But yeah. yeah, but it's not it's 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 not five years. It's not four years where you're like, oh, I, I don't mind doing nothing till then. Exactly. Right. So they hit that wall. What's the next step? Yep. They hit that wall. Right. They hit six to 12 months. What 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 usually happens is they have to kind of make a decision. Do they want to be willing to get something that's on the market, not for some super good deal? Are they willing to buy a business that might be a little bit distressed for various reasons? Could be debt, could be the owner hasn't set it up, could also be uh, not have the financial history. Like it has Mm -hmm. some revenue, some cash flow but it's only been a couple years it's not performing quite as well but you know you're taking a bigger risk Mm -hmm. uh or what we like to convert people over to and they start to open their minds to after they have experienced some of this trying to buy a business is is a franchise yep yeah and and in my opinion and of course i'm biased but it is the right move for most individuals in that situation because realistically you know, pioneering entrepreneurs, they want to start something from scratch because they they have it built into their blood that they want to, you know, start it bootstrap from the ground up and really make something that's their own. With most people that we work with, that's not necessarily the motivation. The motivation is to either replace their current income, have some time freedom. They want to leverage a business to give them a certain lifestyle. It's not necessarily about the business itself and having that be like a passion project. It's the 
the lifestyle and quality of life that comes from it. Yeah. Which, um, you know, if you're in that position, it's a lot easier, stress-free and quicker to buy into a franchise model because they have already pioneered the way, gotten through most of the obstacles that you're inevitably going to face, and they streamline the process to set you up for success. Yeah. And I think a lot of people hear franchise and they think startup or they think McDonald's. Mm -hmm. And um, that's really not the case. You are starting a new location, but you are piggybacking off of an already established brand. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, you are opening a quote unquote new territory, a new market, right? It, It isn't exactly in the zip codes that you're looking to go in, but they've done it in in enough places if you're looking at the right established brands that they have the data to to understand what works. And particularly, you know, if you're in this market and you're looking to invest in a in a franchise because you're in the position that that you're talking about, you're you're not like you said, you're not looking at something that's a passion pioneer project. You're probably looking at and we would push you towards more established industries, home mm-hmm. services that people know or that the brands themselves know there's a market for it just based on data, right? You're, you're not talking about, there's nothing wrong with getting into cannabis, but it's a totally different thing than if you're getting into, you know, painting. Cause yeah, there's a lot of painting pretty much everywhere, particularly in the right market. So, so that, that, that's something you can think about when you go, well, but it's a quote unquote new business. No, it's really not. It's actually an extension, an extension. of a, yep. of a, of an established system. Yeah. Especially, I mean, and everything you said is absolutely correct. And on top of the fact of, of, you know, having brand authority. So, for instance, you know, when, when McDonald's posts a new location up, why, does it, why is it usually successful right off the bat? Because people recognize it and they know what to expect. Sure. Now, not every franchise brand is going to have the brand oh, equity that McDonald's has. Yeah. However, you know, if you join a painting franchise such as, you know, that one painter, which is one of the ones in our profile – they already have a hundred units, you know, they, they, they know the type of market that they typically do well in, you know, whether it's a suburb of a major city with X amount of population density with a household income average of this, and, you know, a size lot of that, you know, they have data from a hundred locations across the country to be able to position you really, really well. So while if you want to start your own painting company, you say, Oh, well, you know, I have five zip codes I want to work in. I'm going to go here. They might just have the, the, they might be able to help you out by saying, okay, the zip code that you wanted to start your location in doesn't have the ideal candidate. If you go two zip codes over, you might be able to, you know, get those that market a little quicker because in, especially in home service, being a couple zip codes away really matters. Uh, you Huge. Won't, yeah, when we moved our uh, local home service business from one area to the other, you know, less than 10 miles, it had a big effect initially yeah. on the amount of leads that we got yeah. just because of the, the area that we were Correct. in. Now, it didn't tank us, but... It had a not a pretty yeah. sizable effect. So it's it's that level of data that they're able to bestow to you having the new business that helps you to avoid those pitfalls right away. Yeah, and the other thing is, you know, you buy a one-off business and there's nothing wrong with, with doing that. It can definitely work. You are buying a local business that is beholden to its tight area. Mm-hmm. There is no backing. You can get in a franchise system with venture capital, multi-million dollar revenue streams, you know, the cutting edge technology, professional established corporate management. Yes, there's other fees to be paid, but you are joining into a, a network where you get the chance to to leverage and piggyback off of all that 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 resource pool that they have. Mm-hmm. Or if you buy your own local business, you 
you are on your own. Yep. You know, you, you don't have, you have the back end of, uh, the backing of the fact that, yeah, there's already established financial history, but there's no one standing beside you, which is fine. And if that's what you're looking for, that's great. Mm -hmm. But most of the people, like you said, that we're looking for are not looking to pioneer a new thing. They're looking to leverage the business and use it for whatever lifestyle that they want. Even if they plan on being an empire builder, now you have to make new locations, which is basically starting from scratch. So, so right. As opposed to if you want to start uh, more franchise locations, basically you're just adding on to, to your existing business, even if it's in a new location. So we just think there's a lot of benefits for somebody who is is maybe interested in buying a existing business but has some unrealistic ex- expectations of what the market really looks like when um when they when they get out there and start seeing what what it's really like. Yeah, and then that's not to discourage people from looking, but it's really to encourage putting franchising as an option because yes. like you had said, a lot of people just re- they don't even consider franchising from the start. Yeah. It's not even an option. And it, in my opinion, it really makes that timeline a lot longer to where they could have a viable option to get to that lifestyle that they're really looking for. Yes. And as much as, yeah, maybe six months or a year isn't that big of a deal. If you're in a job that you're really trying to get out of it, it is that big of a yeah. deal. And you're, and, and you, you know, you wait a year to get into a business. That's one whole, you don't get time back, right? Right. So that's one whole year that you could have had, but you didn't just because you weren't considering the idea of a franchise from the beginning. Well, and as we know, the good brands sell out. Yeah. That's, so that's, not only that, you wait a year and, and and drag your feet and think, oh, okay, you know, this, this, and this. And now your territory or the, the good territory you wanted isn't there. Exactly. So there's always new opportunities, but is it going to be the one that you liked? Is it going to be the same management? Probably not. You know, exactly. it's going to be different. So, and there again, nothing wrong with that. But understanding that the, these things have a, a shelf life too, in the sense of you know, if it's a really good hot brand, genuinely, you know, like the, a lot of the ones that we like to to show to our clients, they they go quick. You know, yeah. we we've had experience that we've had clients that were uh, uh, in the process of development and lost those territories. So you know, it's like anything, uh, life and business. It's about timing. So. Um, you know, if, if you waste your time and you could have been, you know, profiting X amount at, at your new business and you mm-hmm. wasted it on looking for a business that may or may not exist, that that's something that I think uh, people could benefit from if they're listening to this. And that that's their thought that, hey, I'm just going to buy an established business and and then things will be good. You yep. know? Yeah, that's a good point. And, and, you know, just one other aspect is there is a resale market for franchises. So even if, you know, you're listening to this and you're saying, OK, well, I, I get your point about you know, the unrealistic expectation of a local business is profitable and everything. But I don't know, I don't I don't really, I really don't want to start from quote, unquote, zero. There's a whole resale market as well. And yes, you know, you might have to pay a little bit more or there might be, you know, some you might have to lean some things out within the business. But like, if, if you if your primary goal is to have something to start with, you have all the other benefits that a franchise offers right from the get-go, plus it's already yeah. established and running. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we represent those too. Yep. We do represent the resales. And, you know, funny little caveat, and I won't say the person's name or the particular brand, but we have a mutual friend, Steve and I, that uh, owns a very popular uh, franchise, and he sold one of his locations, and it was unprofitable. Yeah. And the reason he was able to do that was because it was somebody in the system. Yep. So it was a uh, he was you know was struggling for a multitude of different reasons. It wasn't really him. It was just kind of management, and he's got a lot of irons in the fire. But he was able to recoup money 
because of the fact that it was in a franchise system. That was a local business. They would just go it's out toast. of business and it's yeah. toast. Yeah, yep. where no one would want to buy. They would just let it run out and and you know maybe if you have real estate but he didn't sure. you know they just have a yeah. um a lease location so he was able to sell a business with no hard assets really um besides the exclusive territory and you know again there's some revenue so there's some mm-hmm. there's some value there but um no with negative cash flow was able to 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 sell that business i mean that is that is something that you're just not going to see very often yeah and, and uh, I, I believe he sold it to someone else in the system he which, did oh no yeah, yeah that's a, so, that, to my point yeah yep, that even adds you know on two side of things you know whether you're on the oh what's my growth potential mm-hmm. in my market well mm-hmm. well you have your market plus surrounding markets that might become available who and you can get when? those deals because you have You're those relationships and you'd be the first one of that. Yeah. Correct. That, that his business didn't even hit the market. It was, it was, no. sold, oh, it was no. sold before no. No, he no, even no. made the final no. decision to, to, to list it. Yep. So, no. you know, even more to our point. Um, yes. And then on you know the other side of things, you know, to your point, even if it's not the best performing business, when you have that brand equity and you have someone who knows the system very well, you don't says, need to go oh, to market. I, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. He, it was from someone in the system purchased it, didn't have to go through listing it. I mean, it's such an advantage, you know, and to your point, I've actually talked to clients about that saying, hey, they say, oh, you know, I like this particular business, but it feels landlocked. And I said, you know, your your growth strategy isn't in six months. Your growth strategy, as you've told me, is in years. That means, like you said, you can actually get these deals through relationships, right? You can say, hey, if you're ever looking to retire, you know, neighboring franchisee, please call me first because I can be the one to come in and you're already an approved franchise uh, owner operator in the, uh, in the franchise system. So they're, they're loving to just say, okay, cool. No problem. We can, we can transfer this over to somebody in our system that's already, you know, following it and yeah. And it is succeeding. So it makes it, everybody's happy and it's a real win-win and, uh, yeah, you're not going to get that in a one-off. You don't have that group. You're just, you know, you can buy at a competitor and, and, and maybe they'll come to you first, sure. but maybe not, right? Yeah. So it, it's not the same as uh, somebody already in your system that's plugged in and, and kind of on the same team as you. Yep, especially with your management. You know, if you have two really good managers at one location, you buy the neighboring location, you pick one up, you drop in the other one, and guess what? They know how to run the business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. everything's the same. Yes, so you just added more revenue and cut costs at both locations. Exactly. Yeah, I mean it's 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 really uh, it's something to consider if somebody's looking at established businesses yeah. and is having trouble finding one that that really makes sense. Um, you know, uh, open your mind up to franchises is all we're asking, and uh, you know, there's there's a lot of benefits there because you can still achieve that lifestyle. If you're going for lifestyle, that's why you should do it. If your goal is to you know be the the single owner who has a lot of flexibility to do anything they want, probably don't do a franchise. But if you're trying sure. to say I want to make money in in business ownership and and get this lifestyle whether it's like we said empire building or time freedom or just more cash flow or 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 whatever whatever Mm -hmm. or combination of all of those franchising is something you should at least open your mind to saying well what would it look like if i were to go forward with something that you know that that matched my and worst case scenario if you do look into it it even more, you know, validates the point that you want to have a local business. You know, having yeah. more information is never a bad thing, no. especially in something like business ownership, especially, especially when it's your first business. Yes. You might as well just take in as much information as possible. Business can be difficult. So, you know, set yourself up for success to start. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's a great point. It honestly, I, I, as a client of ours, I implore people and we push on them to make sure they don't waste anybody's time. But if you are genuinely interested, and then you find out it's still not for you, it's not a waste of anybody's time. 
you yep. know, if, if you're not doing it just for the sake of kicking tires, if you're, if you're actually genuinely interested, but you know, you get a chance to talk and say, you know what, this isn't for me, but wow, I'm glad. Cause I did learn a lot hearing about an operational webinar from the franchise. You know, I, I, there, there's a lot of, uh, a valuable info that, like you said, you can get from just going through the process. And there's a lot of people that, you know, we know we talk to and, and eh, they're wishy-washy on franchises. And the more they learn, they're the most excited buyers it, that I, come it's in. It's so funny. It's so funny how it works time after time. And, you know, just to build off your point a little bit more, not every franchise system is exactly the same. So by just engaging with certain franchises, you might say, you know, this one isn't for me for X, Y, and Z reason. You then keep on your search, you find another franchise system and it plugs those holes that the other one didn't have. Yeah. And now you do have your perfect fit. Yep. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. That's a, that's a great point. So cool. Yeah. Well, if anybody has any questions, uh, reach out to us and we can, uh, Talk about uh, established business franchises because uh, that's what we work with or um, new opportunities and uh, get you a perfect uh, franchise and match you up. Yep. And I, I, I promise everyone I will be looking out for that super profitable local business where the <laughs> owner's looking to retire and I'm going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, All everyone. Right. Until next time. Bye.